0: Welcome back to the Masonic Roundtable, a weekly program where Masons from around the world get together to talk about Masonic news and opinions in a friendly and social manner. As a reminder, the thoughts and opinions expressed here are solely the opinions of the participants and do not represent any grand Lodge statements or positions. Make sure you keep our conversations open for the public and on the level. To interact with us, we love seeing you every Thursday night live over on Facebook land, YouTube land, so that's great to see the chats lit up every week. Also remember your chats may show up on the show. So that's a special treat for some of you. And as always, if you can't catch us live, we love having you join us, uh, either on the replays or on your favorite podcasting app. You know me, my name is John Burek. I'm a past master of the Patriot Lodge number 1957 in Fairfax, Virginia. Next up for his introduction, Jason Richards. Hey, Jason. Hey, John. How's it going? Good.
1: I'm
2: Jason Richards, past master of Acacia Lodge number 16 in Clifton, Virginia, member of a couple other lodges in D.C. and Ohio. Ohio.
0: Ohio. Great to have you. All right. Next up, Joe Martinez. How's it going?
3: Hello. Joe Martinez, still worshipful master of Manassa Lodge number 182. Uh, Actually visited Acacia Lodge number 16 tonight. Did a little program there. Yeah, Jason was not there, uh, but I was there representing. Let's see, member of uh, Benjamin B. French Lodge number no. fifteen in Washington D.C., Ezekiel Bates Lodge in Massachusetts, whole bunch of other lodges, and as always, damn glad to be here.
0: We need a uh, language, like a, a ticking clock. Like, how many days has Job been Worshipful Master?
3: No. Well, it's like the, as long as it's, it's, like, it's counting down. And no, not, uh, no, 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 yeah. no. It's like the national debt clock. It only goes one way. <laughs> No, let's make it like the doomsday clock. Like, (laughs) at this point, he loses his craft.
0: No, that was before you were installed as Worshipful Master. And starts a fire. Last but not least, the one, the only, Robert Johnson.
3: Robert
1: Johnson. Howdy, howdy. howdy. Robert Uh, Robert Johnson, uh, past Master Waukegan, current sitting secretary at uh, Space Novum 1183 in Libertyville, Illinois, the premier education lodge. And also, uh, pro tem. Secretary at Waukegan seventy eight for life. Uh, I don't know about for life. Couple of years. I got. I got the current master Gene Gross, who is a baller man. That kid is awesome. He's going to take over secretary. I'm going to probably finish out this year and next year, and then he's got it. So don't uh,
3: count your chickens. I won't count them. I believe in I you. Could,
1: I could just do it. You just walk. You know, you're a jerk for doing it, but I could. But anyway, <laughs> I liked how you said you. You keep saying still right in terms of your worshipful master status uh what if that just means the dictionary still like you're calm stoic yeah 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 ordinary static Uh, i'm
3: definitely not (laughs) stoic. <laughs> well, let me those. just say
1: I do have to say you know what's not calm and I friggin' love it. You are best dressed this evening. Mm. That shirt is on fire. Look at that thing.
3: So we were just talking about that. So I went to Acacia Lodge in Clifton, Virginia. Uh had to go do a program there cuz I'm I'm uh, the DEO for our district and uh, it was Hawaiian shirt night and I'm not just a regular Hawaiian shirt type of dude. So I uh, searched the bowels of Amazon and found a found this beauty right here. Uh, absolutely love it. And uh, yeah, super cool. I dig it. Very nice. Super cool.
2: My Hawaiian shirt has cats on it.
0: Everything Nobody in your cares. house has cats on Nobody it. Nobody cares. All right. <laughs> let's go.
2: And my, my house has cat hair. on it.
0: Well, we tonight's uh, episode. Special love goes out to the patrons who support the show. Head over to patreon.com slash the Masonic Roundtable to get hugs and muchos besos.
3: Muchos besitos, sí. Si. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Little kisses. Awesome. Thanks. Yes, that's what it means. Yeah. Let's do tarot card of the week. Tarot All right. card of the week. So I just
2: got back from Rehoboth Beach in Delaware. I was over there for the fourth and went to an interesting bookstore. Um, and uh picked myself up surprise surprise a new tarot deck i don't believe it i know this (laughs) is the pasta tarot wow which by the way is rapidly becoming one of my favorite decks that i have um because it's it's uh Made and designed by a couple of Italian Americans uh, based off of the rider weight, and it is phenomenal. And so tonight's card is Ye Old Hermit.
1: The Hermits. I
3: like it.
0: Nice. So, old Italian dude with. Pasta shaped clouds in the sky.
3: Why is he gotta be Italian?
0: Dreaming about
3: why does he pasta? have
1: to be Italian? Well, I mean, <laughs> pasta is, uh, you know, Italian American, right? It's gotta be a little bit oh, of
3: no, uh, Italian American. Okay. <laughs> okay,
1: so the outfit is intense. <laughs> I think, like, I look at this and I go, wow, what is the symbology that we see from card to card? Usually there's something out there. I love that the clouds are noodles. Um, Mm. He is on a high veil there, perhaps looking down at the lady down there who he's going to help up the hill at some point. Where's the lantern, though? Is it the hat? I don't know. The cane. Yeah. It is pretty fantastic, though. I think it's great. But he's looking away. He's looking away from the
0: family. So he's actually doing his own little soul-searching spirit quest introspection
3: just blazing that trail yep Yep.
0: and and it's funny too because we did we did like a couple maybe almost months to a year ago about like which tarot card represented kind of each of us and i know this one was was uh, rj's jam right so that you resonate with the hermit right robert
1: yeah, I, well, I, re- I think I resonate with the Hermit. I'd probably recognize with something less, uh, if, you know, if you're looking at Major Arcana, for sure. But right. I think a lot of us have uh, really great uh, cards that we connect with. I mean, all of us are in some way Hermit um, in that we're just trying to shine a light. You know, if we've th- what what did you used to quote Isaac Newton, John, quite a bit used to say if you if you saw farther, it was because you stood on the oh, yeah.
0: giant. If, if I have seen farther, sir, it is by standing on the shoulders of giants.
1: Right. And so, if we've got any of that, uh, in that sense, we're all sort of hermits because uh, if we've got if we've got any kind of height and we're seeing farther, and if there's any kind of cliff or mountaintop that we're standing on, all we're doing, right, like with TMR or whatever we're doing, right, is holding up that lamp. Hey. Come, come up here. We're up here. You can come up to. We'll help you when you get here. Uh, so you know, that's just the idea of the hermit, right? It's just helping others to to find a path. Uh, I think we all do that. So, amen to that. Good. So, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing, Jason.
0: Mm. Now, let's get into tonight's show, which is a really special one, super special one. Something I've been mm. wanting to do for quite some time. In fact, if you're listening live, we are not doing apotheosis and Freemasonry. We are doing a celebration of Robert Johnson for doing 600 episodes of Once Came You. So, Good! applause all around.
3: Champagne and baby.
0: Pulled the rug right out underneath of them. Wow. wow. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs>
2: Is that for real? you messing around. No, no, for real, for real. It's for real. This is all about you tonight.
0: We've been planning this since we saw those numbers inch right up as you were doing a five ninety, 590, five ninety five. We're like, guys, we got to do something special for Robert. So, Robert Johnson, wow. this is your life. Wow, that's cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So tonight we want to <laughs> pick your brain, feel, uh, hear from you. What six hundred episodes feels like? Some highs, some lows, some. You know, some of this journey that really started a lot of people's, if not Masonic journey, their, their digital Masonic journey, uh, mine included. So like, this is, this is really just here to reflect, to be that hermit and, and do some soul searching, look at, uh, what you have brought to masonry in general and this podcast in particular. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, this, this is an absolute, hopefully a good
1: surprise. Uh, to I'm very much spirits. surprised. Yeah, I picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. As, uh, <laughs> so I, I had
2: originally place. entitled this "Celebrating Robert Johnson," but then I didn't want people to be like, "Whoa, is he dead?" Yes. I died in, in <laughs> you No, know? maybe I did. <laughs> you died uh, to yourself every day. Yes,
3: yeah,
0: that's right. An ego death. Yes, yes. yes. Awesome. So, man of the hour. Um, why don't we start things off and just kind of. Start broad and just say, Hal, what does 600 episodes of WCY mean to you? As far as this whole journey that you decided to undertake many, many years ago, uh, personally to Robert Johnson, what has that, that journey meant for you?
1: Uh, I feel like that's, that's a crazy question, but it's kind of like learning along the way with people. Right, Because when when we're doing episodes, we're reading papers like, I very rarely read a paper in advance. I find something, I kind of skim it, and I go, this sounds like something that might be interesting to people. And I learn it while I'm reading it. Nice. Um, And I think just doing things like that, um, always kind of being on the same playing field. It's kind of what we do here on TMR is is always learning together, right? You always, We always have said, keep searching for more light. Um, and I think 600 episodes is like, you think back and you go, wow. I mean, there's probably 20 or 30 episodes that are... Um, You know, maybe 10, 15 minutes. I was really concerned, I think, always with consistency and making sure that we had content available for everybody all the time. And I think that's, you know, clutch uh, when we look at so many brothers out there with some well meaning intentions who've come out with podcasts. And um, we, you know, we are always there to help and push and bolster and spread the word, right? We've always said there's no competition. We're just out there to try to. Yeah, I mean, everybody's in the quarry. We're all elevating everybody. All ships rise kind of thing mentality. Um, The tide lifts all boats. Yeah, but we've also seen a fair share of uh, brothers and sisters who've had uh, podcasts on masonry and and kindred sciences, right? Like, come and go. And it's been, like, sad. And sometimes we're, like, there's the kind of, you know, joke that I think all successful podcasters have, and it's kind of like, oh here comes somebody else let's see how long they last it's kind of like the restaurant industry right we think about like yeah. how many restaurants like almost every restaurant fails in the first year it's like a deadpool mm-hmm um, <laughs> but it's all it's all been captain great Captain deadpool captain deadpool yeah no. uh, deadpool Just 3 deadpool. Um, it, I think all of All of it has just been like, I probably would have quit a long time ago if it wasn't for my wife and a couple of crazy emails I got. So so tell me about that. Like what keeps you going then? Yeah. Uh, I think what keeps me going is seeing real results and people who actually care, right? Like we,
0: so you mean like your 33rd degree, your, um, all your awards and honors that you get from Freemasonry. That's, that's what works. Yeah. Yeah. Your honorary title. Wait a minute. (laughs) I thought that's what everyone joined Masonry for. Like, yeah. We, what do you mean? What do you mean all the, all we, the feedback and all of the, we
1: get, we get no, yeah. None of us here on this show kickbacks from Grand Lodge have gotten a kickback. <laughs> we've gotten kicked we've already kicked back from Grand Lodges. Um, yeah. I think the thing that keeps us all going is, is, is kind of the same thing we've seen sort of like at first it was, let's just light a match in the dark. And then there were enough people who kind of started walking up to the match going, Oh, I'll I'll light my paper too. And we started gathering together in this kind of a, you know, this kind of thing where we're coming together to say, Hey, I'm in the same boat, same situation. And then after a while, what starts to happen is. Other people start like lighting matches, right? And we're all of a sudden, like the room has started to light up. And we it, and and then you take that objective look back and it's no longer kind of like a light in the darkness, but rather an entire grassroots movement. And I'm yeah. not saying any one person or one podcast or one blog started anything. Of course, we've got like godfathers like Scott Blaskin out there who did the digital Freemason. Yeah, uh, I'm is, glad
0: you, you brought him up. So he was an inspiration of yours.
1: Yeah. I mean, like the whole WCY podcast is a love letter to Scott. I mean, like he was the guy who was providing me Masonic education when literally I'm like, why the hell am I riding my bicycle to a lodge that has a 17 minute meeting? Right. Um, so within that, um, I, I think we've seen like a, what do we say, like a tugboat turn around in a bathtub. Like we're starting to see actual movement, and Grand Lodges are starting to invest in their own sort of way, and even though they're creating their own conferences and learning opportunities, they're putting money in those baskets, and I think that's that's a testament to what uh, not just the WCY podcast has done, but like Chris Hodap and the blog and uh nick johnson with the millennial freemason and of course the you know this podcast uh we have done a lot you know and there's a there's a cadre of brothers around the country guys like brian simmons mike jars right uh alex powers there's like somebody in every state and i think they're like the powerhouse the movement for masonic education and things and we all kind of just ping off of that and we see the successes in other places. And that goes, man, I think we're, we're doing it. So like, if we've still got ammunition, why wouldn't we still just right. keep loading it and firing? Yep,
0: That's great.
3: Boom. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, you know, to, you've been an inspiration to a lot of people, including the the rest of us here. Um, you know, I'll, I'll speak on, on behalf of kind of the history of TMR. Uh, I was a listener of yours and had not met you in person and reached out to you, just hit you up on, on the Facebook and said, Hey, pretty much you don't know me. We may have been Facebook friends, you know, like you friend, everybody who's got, you know, an apron or a square and compass in their profile and <laughs> said, Hey, uh, you don't know me, but I listen to your show. Wondering if you'd try out this crazy idea of doing a, a uh, dialogue format. And that—that's you and and Nick Johnson and and wants Watts Pulveda and Jason in the very beginning. That's what that's what started this whole thing. It was it was uh, reaching out to you, one of my inspirations and, and mentors in, in digital Freemasonry, uh, which really led to you know 432 episodes so far of of TMR. So thank you very much for that. For for you know now now you have like not just your baby but you have like you know, bastard children and you have (laughs) (laughs) like,
1: like, yeah, Uh, I was going to give a really bad example. I was, I was going to, you're
0: the Robert Burns of Freemasonry.
1: Yeah. uh, Robert, like I own more (laughs) masonic.coms than yeah. And it's so funny though, right? Because we're all doing this stuff out of a labor of love for things. We're not looking to make money. We're like taking donations here and there. And what are we spending it on? Like, like, Oh, uh i think one year ring light yeah like like we did uh um like masonic instruction right i paid i paid twenty dollars a year for that infrastructure and that comes out of donations to the show but i feel that that was a thing that that needed th- to be there that needed to be there yeah masonry and then alex powers comes along and he's like yo this website sucks just kidding you didn't say that but he was like i can give you like like a full-blown wp like a wordpress site we could build it and it would be even better so like alex does all the hosting for it um we've all kind of come together to do these things and it's sweet of you to say you know like i inspired something but it's just like you had this great idea and i remember getting a phone call from juan like he was like, maybe it was a text. I think he called me because he first first time Juan called me and he's like, hey, I want to do a podcast on masonry, but I wanted to get your like get your approval first. And I was like, I don't, I don't nice. own this to, <laughs> I don't own like the patent on Masonic pot. He's like, no, no, I just wanted to be upfront about it. And it's a very gentlemanly
0: like, thing to do. Yeah, well, that's it's Juan, very man. Juan. Yeah,
1: super Juan. Yeah, and I'm like. Uh, okay, but like, how'd you get my number? He, I think he called Grand Lodge or something and they gave him my digits, so... Look <laughs> out really your like, window. It was a cold call. Literally, <laughs> I was sitting in front of the last Blockbuster in my area when I got the phone call from Juan. It was really funny. That's so weird I, that I remember that. that, that right? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but, but so he called, right? And then, uh, so I get this call from Juan and he's like, so what do you think? And I'm like... I think this is great. Like how cool would it be to like we're all over the country. Right. The only thing we were missing was like a west coaster, but you know, like some of us have lived over in California or, or visited there enough, like we get it. Uh, so sure, why not? And and sure enough, I think we've we've gotten like what a crazy gamut of, of opinions. And now we're more centralized because we got all Eugenia boys. Um, yeah. Gotta but fix y'all, that that's the other thing though that's like, your fault not not one of anybody who's ever been on the show as a host is not well traveled outside of their home jurisdiction right so as nick johnson used
0: to say provincial masonry right yeah. we're, we're, we're outside of that
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh, i remember so i remember Jason. my first conversation with with robert um i was like dude this is dangerous Uh-oh. well well, so John, Behind so a I was 11. Yes. Yes. Um, we kept the doors open to $20. is $20. <laughs> yep. Uh, eyes, wide <laughs> shut. eyes wide open. Mm. Um, I get a discount if he keeps his eyes closed.
1: It's
2: true. So I was a late addition to the TMR lineup. Not as late as Joe, but, uh, you know, John's like, hey, I'm doing this thing. You want to hop on and help me test the Google Hangouts tech? And I was like, sure, why not? And then uh, so I popped on. Uh, this was the night before the first episode. And Robert's on. And I was like, hey, you're, you, I love your, your magazine. Totally mixing him up with Rob Hurd. Who at the time <laughs> was producing a, like <laughs> an online web like Masonic magazine out of the
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. No. He had the Living Stone. That's that's right. it. Right. Living yes. Stone. Living Stone's
0: magazine. So not not the same, Robert. No.
2: No. So and,
0: and yeah. he would have completely forgotten that faux pas had you not brought it back up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I just saw Jose Venzer. He's a pedestrian question. I don't think that's a pedestrian question. That's a good question.
3: Yeah.
1: 600 episodes. Are there any topics or dream guests? I still haven't covered on the internet. Yeah, man. Like, I wish. Albert Pike. Yeah. No, I wouldn't get Albert Pike on.
0: It. As a guest?
1: What? We could throw did some he-
0: AI at it. We can make that happen. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay. AI Albert Pike. Yeah. Ooh, Albert Pike. Kind of like They did it with uh, Philip K. Dick with uh yeah that's right inner darkly
0: um can't spell albert pike without ai
1: (laughs) that's true story think about it yeah yeah i think so so i think uh guys that i would love to get even like a super deep interview maybe do like a 10-part interview series or something um he has since done some incredible stuff but uh george adams uh, past Grant of DC, uh, he wrote uh, a couple books on uh, meditations and masonry. Uh, George R. Adams, uh, he was really cool. I got introduced to him through uh, some of you all know Fratero. Uh, George was really cool when he did the podcast and answered all my questions, but he would be an awesome guest. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, some highs, some lows, some Frateros. Um, and I think. Another guest that would, or a dream guest, man. You know, it's kind of like there's people out there that I wish would just do the show that, like, just, I don't know. They're, they're probably celebrity status or whatever that, that just never find the time. I'd Nick love, Nick Offerman. Actually, I, Nick Offerman would be cool. I hadn't thought of that. But you know who plays hard to get? Maybe y'all can get him. Maybe TMR can get him. If you're listening out there, Sean, looking at you, Sean Iyer. <laughs> uh, Sean's been pretty elusive. <laughs> yes. He doesn't. So, and his job doesn't really. Um, he's got to watch out for a lot of things because he's got he a. Doesn't like cool mixing position. his
2: masonry and his technology.
1: Yeah, and so that's fine, um, and I'm yeah. cool with that. But Sean Iyer would be an awesome guest. I'd love to pick his brain, and I have like on the side, like when we've been at. Um, you know, Masonic functions or whatever. He's super cool, way too knowledgeable, way too smart. Um, of course, those things. Brent Seymour uh Brent Morris would be cool to get on, it's right? right? Yeah. yeah. Um I love art, but Darius. Art, art is coveted, but like actually gets out there and does stuff. So we've all been able to like shake hands with art. And, He's uh who he really is. Oh yeah, he's great. Right.
0: Yeah, he is an absolute. He, he needs a microphone in front of him.
1: He really does. Yes. Well, I remember you know, sitting, masonry
0: could survive. I was sitting at a dinner with Art at South. <laughs> this is a nice fraternity we used to have.
1: Yeah, I was at a dinner at South Pasadena to uh, South Pass uh, Lodge, uh, and and I'm sitting next to Art, and like I'm kind of starstruck because it's Art De hoyos and he's like showing me memes on his phone and not like stupid, you know, memes, like really my style, which is like dank humor. Dank right? me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dying and art's dying. And I'm like, dude, art is art's one of the coolest dudes. So yeah, I mean, there's all those kind of guys, Jose. I mean, um those are, there's, there's all kinds of guys out there that, you know, have inspired. I think all of us, whether they're writing books or, Grand historians, Dan Gardner. Ooh, yeah. That's Ooh, yeah, that's a
3: good one. Yeah, that's
1: a good one, man. I'd put Dan Gardner on a pedestal any day. Pay him so to be proud. Yeah. What's your
0: RJ story?
3: Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, I uh, definitely a late comer. Um, was late definitely late bloomer. Fa- late bloomer, yes. Was definitely fanboying everybody before I had actually met anybody. I think the first person I met was John. Um. And then I met Robert and Juan and was it Mike at the 300? I think that's the first time I saw everybody in person. Um, But I mean, previous to that, I had, uh, you know, I've I've told the story many times, so I'm not going to kill you with it. But, you know, I had left Masonry for a long time, you know, mid 2000s, I had left. And um, one of the things that got me back into Masonry was unequivocally, Whence Came You? Um, I was commuting from, you know, Northern Virginia into almost D.C. every day. Some days would be a 30-minute commute. Some days would be a two-hour commute. Um, You know, that's just the beltway for you. But, uh, yeah, I would. And, and again, I didn't come into the show until I think it was around the 200s. Um, So I had a lot of catching up to do. But thanks to a two-hour commute, um, I could catch up on two or three episodes of Whence Came You? on a single drive. So, um, I mean, that was the first thing that really stoked my fire into getting back into Freemasonry or at least learning that, Holy crap, there's all this stuff about Freemasonry that is really out there and it's not just boring, vapid garbage. Um, this is exciting. Let me go do something with it. So, you know, it probably took me another year or two after I discovered whence came you, that I walked into a lodge, but when I walked into a lodge, I think I walked in a completely different person than than I would have been if I had, you know, never left. Um, so, so, short way to say, it's RJ's fault that uh, that yeah. you're still, I'm worshipful so, master. I'm still worshipful master, the worshipful master of the lodge. Yeah, but uh no, I mean, I I owe it. And then you know, shortly thereafter, I found the Masonic roundtable, and then I would have to pick and choose. So I do wcy in the mornings and tmr in the in the afternoon ride home i Did recommend
1: you know, that uh, insane yes. what a crazy crazy like like consumer of masonic like, you're a consumer of all knowledge it's ridiculous but
3: well i mean with this it, <laughs> it, it, it's well I, I yeah i mean we've talked about being a consumer but uh i felt like i had so much catching up to do because i'd see you guys or i'd listen to you guys and i'm like damn, I'm, I've am i missed out for years and I have so much catching up to do. So I would just eat everything and consume everything and absorb as much as I could because I felt like I had walked away and just left so much on the table. A masonic um, buffet. Yes. A smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. Smorgasbord. Ah. Cornucopia. Ah. Yes. So, so, actually, so I actually have a, a
0: question for Robert. So, again, you've been doing 600 episodes of Whence Came You. And then in parallel, been doing 432 episodes of TMR as well. Uh, What has that been like for you? Because we haven't really talked about that. Like, you're pulling a double shift, you're pulling double duty, you're coming up with your own content, we are coming up with separate topics. Sometimes there's there's influence and crossovers. I mean, you you even had the one Joe Martinez on uh, a couple weeks ago. But, But the point is still like, how how do you feel juggling both is it like is it like cheating on your your favorite girlfriend or is it something else like what is that like your favorite girlfriend how many freaking girlfriends can you have well you got you uh, i'm gonna reserve my comment
2: 700 plus 300 (laughs) right
0: it's that's the age thing It's half your age plus seven
1: six i got six right we did uh well we started with when's came you mm-hmm then we got the Masonic Roundtable. Uh, then we decided that we wanted to record some Grand Lodge of Illinois right. books. What Grand Lodge was like, yeah, we don't know about that. We don't want to pay for it. So we launched, you know, free Masonic audiobooks, which mm-hmm. was another kind of podcast. Then we did... Uh, masonic radio theater and masonic radio theater yeah that one was so fun we got to get back to that one someday um
2: bill hosler bring it back dude yeah yeah and
1: and, and, uh, the masonic readers podcast which had like some initial drama with it because we were just going to be called uh uh masonic book club podcast and um scottish wright uh, brent morris and a couple of guys were like hey we're gonna relaunch the book club so can you not use that and i was like yeah i'm not married to it like you're the scottish right what am i gonna do tell you no uh <laughs> of course like do it and so they relaunched the book thing and we uh, can change it yeah or a <laughs> um, 33rd a million dollars yeah yeah wink wink Hey man, I don't operate the way Cowles did. Okay, <laughs> um, handing out thirty threes for favors—that was the implication, uh, anyway. Uh, so, so you're a man of many hats, man of right? many hats. But I think, yeah. I think to answer your question, no, I never really feel like it's it's, it's cheating or anything like that. I think, um, yeah, there's there's things that we'll cover on our episodes, and what I try to do with. WCY is to uh, get more acute on topics because we have done so many like broad overview umbrella topics. um, And then occasionally something might warrant a deeper dive, right? Like in the last series that we did on the elements, we did an initial, then we did a deep dive into each one. And sometimes it's hard to continue to keep up with, Content and writing content when you gotta pull apart something and you go, you know, well, part this this plate has carrots, steak, and potatoes. Like, like, what do you how? There's only so many ways you can describe what these things are, but I think um, having a blend of four different opinions sometimes when we have a guest or another opinion on on topics and it keeps it fresh people get new angles on things and so if if tmr inspires me to do something it's like i pull something niche that one of you says and i find a paper on it and sometimes uh um you know it's it's something like an old short talk bulletin that's not in print anymore i try to stay away from those now because they have their own podcast um right but um or just pull something from the bookshelf you know and then we pull together several different resources or um it, and i think something else that's interesting is the level of inspiration that i get from tmr also feeds the fire for wcy like they're for me in my head they are um symbiotic in a in a sense that like something is inspirational here and makes me go, yeah, we gotta, you gotta get the podcast out or vice versa. Like I might not be feeling up for a show on a Thursday night and I'm going to be like, yeah, but you know what, this is like what we do. We, we have, we've seen results out in the real world with Masonic education and dudes like going, Oh, these guys are talking about it. They're validating my feelings. is the way I feel. I want Masonic education in my lodge. And so it's like, while we're just men in the quarries of masonry, like we kind of, it, that's our give back, right? Like Jason, you didn't go to lodge tonight. I'm going Ooh. to lodge tomorrow night, but yeah, but like also you're here tonight, right? So you are doing masonry, yeah. John, you're here. Like you love certain aspects of masonry. You put you, you vote with your feet. You, you go where you can at times when you can, and you're invested. Like, your SRI, uh, SRI CF, you know, the love you have for those kinds of things is, is awesome. And I think, yeah. um, and I think that we feed on it.
0: Yeah, exactly what you said, because one quality of yours, Robert, it again, with kind of preloaded into that question about how do you wear all the different hats and how do you separate WCY from TMR? It's you're all in, right? You are focused. You have a lot of attention to, the uniqueness of each of these things that you bring to the craft, right? And so, you are also not just hyper-focused in the sense that, um, you know, you're all about one thing, but you are also contextually aware, like you said, hey, if someone else says, hey, they want to do a similar podcast, you're like, sure, I'll change the name of this. Like, I mean, that's, that is very uh, emotionally intelligent, uh, to, to be able to step back and say, you know, that I, w- I want to do all these things and I want to not shut anyone else out while I'm doing it. Yeah. So, well, I think kudos to you.
1: I think, well, okay. So this goes back to the quote, that Isaac Newton quote again. Um, I think there's so much value in, um, I don't know how, how best to say it, but like if you can be the stepping stone for somebody else and you know they have good intention. And you and you believe in what they're gonna do, like be the be the movie producer who finds like that awesome writer, that awesome filmmaker, and, and you're like, Yeah, this is a lot of money, but you know what? Um, I don't care. Like, I believe in your project, I think this is awesome, use me as a stepping stone. And I think we've all done that, like we've all helped each other, like launched each other forward on something, but it's not for the sense of just, it's not just for the sense of like, I'm your friend and I want you to succeed. It's also like, a so how to win friends and influence people. Dude talks about all of these things and people, their biggest critique is like, it's disingenuous because you're like trying to people hack. Yeah.
0: It says like, yeah, be interested in someone else right because people like talking about themselves
1: in masonry the interest that you have you can rest assured is genuine like when one of us talks about somebody else's presentation or we like prop it up or we we push something for an event that we really think we're not doing that because somebody's paying us, right? Or just because they're our friend. We're doing it because every time we go to that thing, we feel invested. in. every time we go to the, we we hear this presentation, we're learning something new and we enjoy learning, right? And so, yeah, I, whether you call it a, you know emotional intelligence or whatever, I think it's just something that I've learned you know through years in the fraternity and watching mentors help other people. Because you
0: are gen- genuinely interested in other people and the benefit to the craft as a whole right Even if you're not explicitly yeah. saying it you're you're there yeah. not as robert johnson you're there as a member of the craft trying to you know build an edifice my hand
1: like this and you put your foot in it let's go you know yeah. like that's what we got to do robert yeah. not
0: everybody's like you
1: man yeah i'm <laughs> just letting you know that yeah. <laughs> yeah. well I, I know that but like we've all said on the show we've joked about titles We've made dank memes about title chasers. <laughs> We've joked about this. Continue stuff for years. to make dank memes on yeah. on the Yeah, you know, say what you want, but none of us got in this craft. Like we didn't. We didn't even know about titles. Yeah, and like we still don't. We still don't care about them. You know, like it's cool to get an opportunity to take your talent. Like John, when you were membership, uh. You know, Grand of Virginia can yell at me all day. But the fact that you're not doing that anymore is a mistake. So you can keep your mouth shut because I don't <laughs> need anybody yelling at you, but they can yell at me all day. Like, you have a genuine talent there, and you're not title chasing anything. You just wanted to help out. You have brought solutions. And, you know, sometimes things people happen.
3: Don't, people don't like the answers. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so oh, Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you, you've all been in various committees and things, and like, that one day they're going to be sorry that Joe's a DEO. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <There> they are. <laughs> one day, <laughs> they are.
0: Today. last Tuesday, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Robert, favorite um, favorite episode or episode series of the past six
1: hundred mm.
0: of yours personally? I mean, like all your kids, you love them all, but yeah,
1: who's your favorite? So, the
0: ones where Jason Richards was a guest, obviously.
1: <laughs> there we go. I think, okay, so conversations <laughs> with my friends were really great. Um, and yeah, that's like some executive privilege kind of garbage, right? I make the show. So, if I want to interview a friend of mine, I'm going to interview a friend of mine. Um, early on, I had a, a sort of, uh, um, I was trying to like figure out how to podcast. Uh, so I was recording interviews using Google voice and, uh, you know, sound quality wasn't the best, but I tried, um, and the interview is still great. Um, I really enjoyed, there was an interview I did with, uh, let me just pull up the thing really quick here. um, Yeah, here we go. Brian Kennard. Brian Kennard was a really awesome interview, and I can't remember the episode, but he did a book called uh, Steinbeck Citizen Spy, the untold story of John Steinbeck and the CIA. And oh. it was a really cool-ass huh. episode. Uh, John Steinbeck is a mason. You guys probably know Steinbeck. You've all read his works whether you know it or not, you've seen movies based on Steinbeck uh, and some of his works, but it was just a really cool interview to interview an author who also ran a publishing company that wanted to talk about um, some kind of like little known stuff. Um, and that was really cool. And that was, that was a neat like breakout into a realm of interviews that I hadn't done before. like, To that point, it was like, oh, you were this, this, and this in the Grand Lodge. Tell me how you did this. He was one of the first people that I met who had created a sort of Masonic work, who was also a brother, who was telling a unique story that happened outside of Freemasonry that affected history. And I thought that was really cool. There have been, you know, lots of lots of cool guests i think that was a, a lot of fun uh, series is that we uh, series is, series that we've we've done in the past like um you know right now we're, we're doing manly p hall's uh occult anatomy which is a lot of fun um Love it. but i think also we've done um 10 questions for 10 worshipful masters was a really Ooh,
0: i like that one
3: that was yeah really cool.
1: I never had such varied opinions and interesting conversations as I had had with that series. We had, uh, I mean, I re- even um, there was even one where uh, there's a brother that you all know will remain nameless at this point uh, because he had asked me to uh, remove his episode, which I did. Um, but like, even that episode it was it pained me to like remove it because i thought the insights that this brother had were like so amazing um i remember interviewing scott duball when he was the master of dc Kruger 81 um at a pancake house you know i set the phone down on the table and the whole time you can just hear like the clanking of the silverware and this conversation is happening but it was so fun to do that it Sounded and like to- joe's rings Yeah, yeah, like Joe's rings. Um, And I have thought, actually, before we started doing the Occult Anatomy series, I thought, like, hey, I think it might be time to do another 10 for 10 and pick out another sitting, you know, 10 Worshipful Masters. And I was actually considering making Joe's uh, before I had decided on my questions that morning. I was like, no, I don't think I'm going to make this the 10 for 10. Not yet. Um, Because I just wanted to talk about... Manassa and the success that that level launch has some weird voodoo magic to make things awesome. But <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think the 10 for 10 master series is probably my favorite series that we did.
3: I have to jump in from the questions and throw this up again, because I don't think we honor and recognize this person enough. Um, Number one, Corey, every single person here absolutely adores and loves you. Thank you for letting your husband play with us for all these years, um, and staying out after the lights go out. Um, yeah, uh, and probably a lot of thanks, uh, coming from other places just to allow your husband to be such an important part of our lives. So, um. I, I didn't want to skip that today. So let's definitely do that. And thank you, say Thank you, to Corey.
1: Yeah, thanks. My, said, my wife is definitely, I've said it before, Some sometimes people ask questions that are kind of interesting that I won't really go into. But, you know, I'll say my wife is way better Mason than I am. Um, and it's so funny because she... She really is the person who, like, you know, we got to, like, 160, 170 episodes or something, and I was like, I, I don't know if we're going to do this podcast anymore. You know, it takes up a lot of time. And uh, she's like, yeah, but what about that trucker email or whatever? You know, because I used to get some, man, like, just, it's just weird how, like, you'll get an email that's very, or a, a contact or whatever, that's very um, super, super serial, super serial, uh, super serious. And um, very like kind of emotionally raw about what a podcast or an episode meant to somebody, um, or how it hit them, or whatever. And you're just like, "Oh man, yeah, guess I can't stop now." Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> we do this, right? Son yeah. of a gun! Like I was, I was this close to hanging the hat. Oh
1: wait, how many? Yeah, how many times have we at TMR yeah. like we get a, an email to the TMR inbox like finally joined? you guys are the thing that pushed me over the edge yeah let has been a couple
2: of comments tonight upwards uh, of three years later after they yeah. started like listening
1: yeah that's like sick i mean that's so cool you're welcome grand lodges um <laughs> like but like in jest but also serious yeah. this is the content that people are looking for that you know, and it's not the it's not the Grand Lodge's fault, right? Like we, we put sometimes a little too much heat, I think, on Grand Lodge for those things. Lodges need to produce this kind of content, and if they're not, you know, this is kind of where we we operate. And hopefully, in the future, nobody needs a stupid Masonic podcast or a Masonic con. But until that day comes, we're just I think we're just going to keep on killing it. Mm-hmm.
2: We're going to keep on doing it as long as it's still entertaining and yeah. interesting and fun.
0: So to that point, uh, what do the next six hundred episodes of WCY bring?
1: That's a good question. You know, I started adding a zero to the beginning of each (laughs) of the things because I didn't know how many of these was. I noticed. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, because we bounced around so much. It's like the Y
0: two K bug. Like, crap! I got to add another zero here.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, masonry. Like, people go, "Hey, you're never going to run out of content." You're right. I'm never going to run out of content because there is yeah. more Masonic papers and books that I could even read, start to finish, from now until the day that I die. Yeah. And and so whatever. So I'm never going to be short of content. Um, but what's awesome about masonry is this idea that it's a progressive moral science. The idea that how we act in this world and the use of the working tools affects how we operate in the world and how we operate in our day-to-day, like actual practical living. Juan Sepulveda, huge proponent of this idea of practical application of masonry. And I think we all learned a lot from him about asking that question, like, so what, what does it mean for us? And within that, we start looking at how those things uh, impact our actual jobs and things. And so it's, it's created an outlet to say, you know, we could do a whole TMR episode on the recent announcements in astronomy. We could do a whole TMR episode on the recent announcement of some biblical discovery. And people will say, well, it's not Masonic. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, a it of, is. Isn't it part of the sciences? Wait, wait, like, wait. Yeah. So there's so much content and there's so much there's so many ways that masonry. You can look at all those topics through the Masonic lens, um, and that Masonic lens doesn't always have to be to like make it, you know, exclusively Masonic, but to say it's a learning opportunity because there's really nothing more Masonic than learning. So,
2: I mean, next week when we actually talk about apotheosis,
1: woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah uh, I'm like I'm like getting all my show notes together on things this that afternoon. Was,
0: that was part of a. And I, get and in, I,
1: start, I start dropping stuff in there, and then all of a sudden, I see this this little <laughs> screenshot. And I'm like, "Are you guys kidding me? What?"
2: So, <laughs> we <laughs> picked apotheosis <laughs> because we knew you had to like be, be here for that.
1: that yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. But we'll do and, it next. Week. Yes. You know, if I didn't say it again, you know, uh, my wife is awesome, and thank you to her for uh, continually to push me, even when I have my manzies. Uh, and yeah you guys have you know you know that stupid bet is it bet midler who sings a song you're the wind beneath my wings yes let's get cheesy that's what you mm. that's what you all are yeah mm.
2: sarah yeah. mclaughlin
1: don't no god
3: no <laughs> no we don't need an aspca commercial
1: <laughs> yeah somebody like they're gonna start yeah people are gonna start crying um but like that, and and these people like who are constantly in our chat every single week. You know, Sun Card. I'd say your real name, but I don't want. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, Kenneth and and Jose, who I've had yeah. the distinct pleasure of hanging out with, like at Masonic Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like Jose, I'll call, I'm going to call him out. Even though. Uh, you know, we don't mix certain topics or whatever. I am friends with Jose on Facebook and he's a well-known Mason and like what he posts and what he stands for. And like a lot of guys, you know, that we follow who are in these chats, we're friends with, you know, like you're doing, you're doing the Lord's work, man, like real Masonry out there. So I think that's really special and it's true for a lot of y'all. So it's cool.
2: Jose is kind of a big deal.
1: Yeah, he is. I agree.
0: All right. I'll, I'll open it up for any last digs. I mean, the kudos you want to send to Robert, Jason, or Joe before we start to wrap things up. Anything come I mean, to mind? I mean,
3: I, get, I give him kudos on the daily. So um, Indeed. Yes. True story. Yeah. Never enough. Never enough. Never enough. And I appreciate it.
2: So Robert when I when I look at you know products and entrepreneurship like you know there's a there's a cycle of you got to try 40 things for one to take off yeah dude you've tried 30 things and 50 things have taken off because of them. <laughs> like
1: yeah, blind luck, right? It's the well, the benefit of high functioning obsessive compulsive disorder. What do they
3: say? It's well, uh, when. I'm buy Jason a calculator. Well, it's <laughs> it's.
2: I think one is the passion, but the the other is the the empathy and the amount of care you put in not not just to into your passion projects, but the people those projects are intended to reach. Like, I, I think I, I attribute your empathy and your love for others, um, you know, as a direct, you know, correlation to like the success you've had and the success you continue to have because you're so genuine um, and just so great and just such a wonderful guy.
1: Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate that. I would say yeah. uh, if I could. Trying to think of like a good story I've got for each one of you nerds. Uh,
0: <laughs> Not, at all. Not you, at all.
1: You know there was there was the time where where a, a truck hit John's Tesla, <laughs> 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 and it was a real bummer. Ouch. And you had drawn the tower card. Yes, yes, they did. <laughs> and that was like holy cow! So fortuitous. no joke. Yes. Um, yeah, the 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 number of times I've I've like asked John, like, "Hey, man, uh, you got some girls? Uh, Why's is, why is this happening?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, four, girl, four yeah. girls in a row. Yeah, yeah. And the advice there it is. Ooh, uh, pasta, pasta tower. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Jason, <laughs>
3: you're at an Olive Garden. Meeting
1: Jason. For the- <laughs> <laughs> meeting jason for the first time in pennsylvania i was like holy cow you are literally the, the sons of angels and men um
3: <laughs> <The nephilim>.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah so who's tall so was nick johnson jeez louis yes a surpriser yeah i was like i was not expecting uh nick johnson to look like he played for the the you know minnesota basketball team um Joe Martinez, I think our first meeting was in Chicago over a steak dinner, and you gave me a book. And it was the book on the uh, Lucis that was written by at the time, that book was written by uh, like the secretary to the czar of Russia. But it was a Masonic book. And it was uh, Rebound in the Grand Lodge of Boston, Massachusetts. It's just really crazy the way like we all met and like i guess we got to get another cool picture of the four of us with no pants on i'll just say that
0: had to be there all right let's move (laughs) on from that conversation and uh on that note get get to final thoughts here's what we're going to do tonight for final thoughts we're going to save robert for last who's going to close us out with the final bumper before we we head out so that means i get the opportunity to go first for once and i'm going to say Robert, love you, man. Uh, You've been a huge inspiration for me personally, for my Masonic journey, and for uh, you're the backbone of TMR. And so I really appreciate everything that you've done. 600 episodes of WCY. And the question always gets asked to me, the same goes to you. I didn't bring it up because it's 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 asked so many times, how do you keep coming up with new ideas? And you alluded to it, um, that we're, we're always inspired. We're inspired by everything that we see and do uh, when we when we interact with, with our brothers and brotherly love. And so uh, you are an exemplar of that, and I do appreciate everything that you do for this fraternity. So congratulations, kudos, and cheers uh, for your continued success for another 600 episodes. Jason?
2: Oh, wow. Uh, so, RJ, I feel like I've already, like, gushed about how awesome you are. Uh, so I'll save everybody the, the waterworks and, and um, no. I won't. Um, RJ, I am um, very much for the first time in my life, and I've, I've referenced, this, referenced this on the show, uh, over the past two years, I have been for the first time in my life content and excited about my spiritual journey. And I have you to thank for that because you were the first person I interacted with who convinced me to break out of my shell and start asking the hard questions that ultimately led to a 10-year-long deconstruction of spirituality and, and faith. And um, I I owe the vast majority of, of that initiative to you.
0: Awesome.
3: Okay, Joe. You're up. Uh, what can I say? Um,
2: you Robert- can say a lot.
3: I, I could, but I'm not going to, cause we're running close on time. Um, Robert, you know, I absolutely adore you. I love you. Uh, you are a triumph. Um, you are the giant that people stand on top of. Um, and you do it from a place of, of genuine love and genuine concern. And it's, it's breathtaking and it's so needed in the world and I could go on and on and on. But, um, I just want to say personally, thank you. Um, thank you for teaching me all those years ago, what Freemasonry is supposed to be and giving me the, the impetus and the desire to want to learn it for myself. So I think without you that that would not have happened. So thank you from the bottom of my heart.
0: All right, so with the big surprise of tonight's pivot for its episode, uh, we're going to hand it off to you, Robert, to close us out. Not as WCY, but as uh, the TMR host that you already are. So, Robert, what say you?
1: Uh, just in what a stupid, incredible, goofy idea you guys had. Um, it, it was a total surprise. Um, I can't thank you enough for, for all that you guys have done for me over the years. Uh, you know, like, uh, I I don't know what to say other than to say it's just like, I feel so lucky to be able to share time with you guys every week and see you on occasion, uh, you know, multiple times a year or wherever we're going. It's a thing that I always look forward to. Um, it's, it's kind of like that, that your fraternal brothers or whatever from college or something, you know, like where you, they're like, Oh, we're getting together. The boys are getting together this week. And, you know, we all graduated 20 years ago, but you know, that, that core group or whatever is going to go do a thing. Um, but the best part about it is it's not like some goofy debaucherous uh, ordeal right it's um it's us getting together sharing stories about our families um hanging out um not always going out to dinner sometimes it's 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 uh you know cooking tacos in the kitchen together or you know whatever the case is um And sitting in lodge with you guys has just been like incredible. Whenever when we've ever able to be doing that or going out and we're doing these masonic conventions and things, um, the time that we spend behind the scenes is, you know, incredible, and it's it's the most valued part of uh, my life outside of my, uh, you know, my wife, my kids, um, my family. It's the fraternity. And you guys are on, you know, the top rung of that pedestal. So, uh, for everybody out there, um, if you listen to this whole episode, you are goofy. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed this ridiculous episode. I hope you come back next week when we actually uh, talk about something that matters, right? Uh, something that's really, uh, this was a great, I really oh. appreciate you guys. I love you guys for doing it. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm going to divert it, right? Because it, It's about all of us doing these things. So um, until next week, as John always says, keep searching for more light. We'll see you next week. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow.